welcome to the CPD Group podcast. Join us as we guide you through all things CPD, interview some special guests and offer advice to help your business thrive. We hope you enjoy listening. Hello everybody and welcome back to the CPD Group podcast. Uh, I'm here with Rebecca, our Accreditation and Compliance Manager. Um, we just wanted to pick up on uh, our last video, which was you know, the relationship between apprenticeships and CPD and qualifications in CPD. Okay, so we had a quick discussion around the apprenticeship model, didn't we? And it was, um, you know, it was really interesting to talk about apprenticeships and how we both believe in the model and how Absolutely. it really works for people, you know, earn while you learn, all of that kind of stuff. But um, we did talk about how the learning journey through a qualification, you know, invariably has a qualification involved. Okay, so we touched upon the relationship between the qualification and CPD, and we really wanted to kind of take a deeper dive into that today to really kind of get the message across about the differences between qualifications and CPD training. Okay, so Rebecca, how are you? You all right? I'm very well, thank you. Excellent, excellent. So qualifications then, let's have a chat about that. So in a nutshell, what are qualifications? So qualifications are training courses that are on the regulated qualification framework that are regulated by Ofqual, which um, is run by the Department of Education. Um, and they are often delivered through training providers um, that are associated with awarding bodies. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So the kind of the structure goes, you know, the Ofqual sit at the top, you know, that non-ministerial government department. Um, awarding organisations sit underneath those who, you know, develop the qualification specifications. You know, then a training provider, like many of the ones that we work with, then apply to those awarding organisations to become a registered centre. And then they deliver the actual learning of the qualification through to the, the students, don't they? Absolutely. Yeah. And it's uh, on successful completion. Then, you know, the training provider registers the learner with the uh, awarding organisation, gets their certification, and then that is delivered directly to the learner. OK, so in, in terms of that, that really kind of structured learning, what, what's the main difference, in your opinion, then, between that and CPD? So with a qualification, there are set learning outcomes which have set criteria that you must meet to gain the qualification. Um, and the, the standards are set for all the training providers and all the awarding organisations. So it is the same uh, learning, regardless of where you get that delivered from. CPD is, is not regulated, so you can offer training courses with different learning outcomes that can vary from training provider, and they're not on the, on the framework and they're not regulated. Absolutely, yeah. So, I mean, CPD courses are very much designed to, you know, to be the follow-on from your formal education, aren't they? You know, so CPD courses are there to, to support your ongoing learning, which is why, you know, the name Continuing Professional Development, you know. So it's about kind of making the distinction between the two and not confusing the two. So, again, that's something we really want to talk about today, you know, the terminology used in the world of CPD and how that could potentially be slightly misleading at certain times. So we want to just really establish that today. But um, the, the, the main, main message, I suppose, is that CPD courses should not replace qualification, should they? No, no, they can always run alongside and they can enhance the, the learning that you've gained through your qualification. And they are often shorter, shorter courses focusing on particular topics and areas that the, the qualification um, would have covered. Um, and they are, yeah, they are great to enhance and develop both on a professional and a personal level. They're, they're really, really good, but they 
they do not replace qualifications. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, one of the things that we hear a lot in the world of CPD, isn't it, is the term qualified. Um, just uh, quickly, are you qualified if you've completed a CPD course in the given subject you've studied? No, you are not. Right, no. yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. definitely uh, a, a term you can use if you have completed the qualification. Um, you can you obviously say you've, you've got it the knowledge in certain areas from your CPD courses, but that doesn't mean that you're qualified. Absolutely. So you, you can be qualified to a particular level through the qualification framework, can't you? You know, but yes, CPD courses do not qualify you in a particular subject. Lovely. Right. So moving on. One of the things that we see quite a lot is the terminology, the qualification terminology being used in CPD course titles, for example. Okay. Now, when you look at the structure of qualifications, you know, from level one, two, three, four, five, whatever it might be, uh, you have, let's say, level one award certificate mm -hmm. diploma. And those kind of are categories to, to, to kind of signify the size of the qualification, you know, the, the amount of guided learning hours, the, um, you know, the academic credits that are associated to that particular piece of uh, learning you've done. Okay, so when we see lots of courses coming in to be CPD accredited, what kind of terminology are we seeing? We, we often see uh, diplomas. Mm. Diplomas is probably the, the one that sort of crops up the most alongside levels. Those are the two, the two that I would say come, come in the most that we see. Yeah, so levels is something that we're going to touch on a little bit later. Okay, so in terms of using award certificate diploma, when, when we have a course sent into us for CPD accreditation, and it's a CPD course, and we see the term award certificate or diploma in the title, what action is it that we take? So as, as soon as we, we get those courses in, it, that's when our, our communication goes back to the, to the training provider that we have sent it in, and we start the, the information and guidance to sort of explain why we can't accept those terms, because it's unintentionally going to mislead learners, thinking that they will gain a qualification, and they're not. So we, we can't accept that within the title. So we will work, we'll explain to, to people why we can't use it and then support them in, in coming up with a title that suits their course um, and the learners ensure that they, they know what they're getting. Yeah, because it, it's really about transparency, isn't it? Because that's the last thing in the world that you want is for a learner to, to join your course, you know, go right the way through the learning journey with you and expect to have that off-qual qualification certificate at the end. And unfortunately, it's not what they're going to receive, is it? You know? So that they, they may need that qualification for the particular job role they're going for or for, you know, for the particular reason they're taking that training. So to, to be misled unintentionally in the main, you know, in that way is, is, is really unfortunate. So we do our best, don't we, to try and avoid that situation from happening. Yes. And it's all about educating people because mm. these terms are so widely used across CPD yeah. um, by so many people that I think it's sort of blurred the lines and I think a lot of people don't realise that CPD and qualifications are two separate things. So it's about improving and supporting the the CPD world of, of what the difference is between the two. Yeah, absolutely. And it is, it's, it's really important, isn't it? You know, so please, if you are considering, you know, using our services for CPD accreditation, please just have a think about the titles that you are actually sending to us. So if you're thinking of using the term award, certificate or diploma in the title of your course, don't be surprised if our assessors come back to you and have a chat with you about, you know, alternative names that you could be putting in there to, to, to really identify exactly and be transparent as well about what that course is that they're taking part in. Okay, so 
We're going to go away because uh, Rebecca made herself a cup of tea and never made me one today. <laughs> so um, I'm going to go and make myself a cup of tea and we'll be back in part two to address the terms levels being used in our course titles and what we would expect and what we'll be doing if we do see those kind of things. All right, back in a moment. Right, so welcome back. I've got my cup of tea. Thanks, Rebecca. You're welcome. Mm. Right, super. Let's get cracking. So now we're going to be talking about the terminology levels being used in the title of courses, okay? So what is the kind of common things that we see with, you know, CPD courses that are submitted to us in terms of their, the word levels being used? It tends to be along the lines of level two health and safety or level one food and hygiene that come in and the, the, the levels at the beginning of, of the titles that we, that we see. Yeah, I mean, it is, it is slightly misleading, isn't it? Because um, the term level, you know, let's say level two, it kind of signifies that, you know, the kind of level of qualification that you would be receiving, isn't it? Now, I do understand why people use the terminology, because what they're trying to portray is that their, their CPD course is pitched at a level two standard. Okay, but just by calling your course level two health and safety, as you say, um, can be rather misleading to people, can't it? Yes, again, it's a bit like with the the titles of courses it sort of leans towards sounding like a qualification when it when it isn't um, which I think is why again we we're looking at addressing this and supporting the providers get the titles correct so that the end user the learners know exactly what they're receiving yeah definitely I mean it's all about that you know the word we used before is uh, transparency isn't it you know and actually helping people to make an informed decision as to what they're purchasing and making sure that they know what it is they're receiving at the end of it isn't it so let's say, for example, a training provider has submitted a, a CPD course we're called Level 2 Health and Safety. Let's just use that example again. Um, what is the kind of action they can expect from us in that instance? Again, a bit like with the diplomas or awards, it's the first point of contact we will have with the, the provider once they've submitted to discuss the title um, and ask them what, why they would like to use that title um, and, and just start discussing why we need a little bit of extra information, um, why we need it and how we need to, to see it presented to, to keep the term level in there. Yeah, because I mean, we offer kind of two options, don't we? The first being, and it's quite a simple one really, remove the terminology level from your title. And the second one is to provide us with a, a mapping documentation, isn't it? A, ma a mapping kind of exercise that you've, you've uh, conducted against a qualification specification at the same level as the level that you're pitching your course at. I mean, if anybody does come on board with us and becomes an approved provider, you have access to a whole host of free resources on the system. And in one of the areas, you'll notice that we provide you with the mapping documents that we're discussing right here, right now. Okay, so what we're looking for in those mapping documents is if we use the level two health and safety mm -hmm. as an example, and just say, Let's imagine there are 10 learning outcomes in the full qualification at level two. What we're looking for you to do is to identify the core areas of the qualification specification, the core learning outcomes that you are approaching and are trying to achieve from your CPD course. Okay, and then what we need you to do is to identify all the assessment criteria for those particular learning outcomes within your CPD course and pop it into the mapping document to show us exactly where the learner is going to gather the information that the assessment criteria requires. 
Okay, so it's not a really difficult exercise to perform, is it? No, and in, in the, the portal with, with the template, there is a, an example document so you can see exactly mm. what we are hoping to see. Um, obviously, we don't expect to see all the outcomes from the qualification in there because it is a CPD, so it is a shorter course, so it won't cover all 10 outcomes. It will uh, just cover fewer of them. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's quite straightforward, but we are on hand. You know, that's what mm. we're here for, for, to give you the support and guidance to complete that if that's what you would like to do. And we can, obviously, within the feedback comments sections of your application or a telephone call, and we can talk you through the steps so that we can get this completed with you. But once once we've you've completed it and submitted it back, if it meets that, we obviously you can retain the level within the title, but we will still add CPD yeah. next to it. It is really important that learners are aware that it is a CPD course. Although it is, it meets, for example, the level two standards. It it is still a CPD course, so it's that transparency again. Absolutely, absolutely. So in the mapping again, you know, let's go back to a particular learning outcome. It, let's assume that that learning outcome has five different assessment criteria attached. In your mapping document, what we need to see is that your course content is covering all five areas of that assessment criteria. Because if, for example, your course only covers three of the five assessment criteria, a level two standard, then your course isn't at level two, is it? Because it's not meeting the assessment criteria a qualification specification determines is level two. Okay, so it's important that the, the core learning outcomes that you are trying to, to impart from your training course covers all of the assessment criteria and the, for each particular learning outcome at the chosen level that your course is pitched at. Okay, so again, please do contact us and we're, we're happy to talk you through this process. And again, go into your account, go into the free resources and look at the, the example document Rebecca mm -hmm. mentioned. And then also use the template that we've provided there as well to be able to, to provide us with that information. Because again, in summary, we will either ask you to remove that title if you're not able to provide us with the mapping, or we will go through a, you know, and, and assess your mapping document to make sure that we are happy that the, the content is being covered at that level. And then you're able to retain the title using the word level. But then again, as Rebecca just rightly pointed out, we will be adding in brackets at the end CPD to ensure that that transparency is there and people do know what they're getting themselves into and what they're purchasing. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, another thing, it kind of expanding upon that, we have a, quite a few instances, don't we, where our, our training providers offer a qualification portfolio and they also offer a CPD portfolio. And what they do is they use the exact same learning materials for the CPD course that they do for the qualification, don't they? Yes, they do. Yeah, and the CPD content, you know, it's assessed differently, you know, that it's not achieving a qualification at the end, and they're quite clear about that. Okay, but if you are in that position and you hold uh, learning materials that are sufficient through your awarding organisation to um, pass the test, so to speak, to achieve a, a qualification standard, but you want to deliver it as a CPD course, you know, so people can go down a different or an alternative learning journey and claim CPD credits rather than go for the qualification. It, it, it might be that their, you know, their job role or their professional body or whoever it is don't require the full mm. qualification. So a cheaper alternative is to do the same learning but down the CPD route. Okay, now in that instance, if you have all of the documentation from your awarding organization that says that that learning material does meet the criteria of the qualification 
please send us that documentation and we'll be able to review that and then, you know, ultimately make a decision on whether that course is ready for accreditation already. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Yes, it's it's a fairly straightforward process. Send send the documentation in with, with along with the learning materials. Of course, yeah. Um, and and we can we can review it. But it's a good it is a good alternative if you don't need the qualification. Yeah, I mean, again, CPD is not here to replace qualifications. What we're, we're talking about here is just an alternative learning journey that people can go on because it might be they're just interested in the subject. Mm -hmm. They don't want the qualification as such because they don't need it or require it, but they do want the learning. So there are two different journeys they can take part in. And, you know, ultimately CPD courses can be significantly cheaper than a qualification, can't they? Yes, they can. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I hope today's information has been useful to you. But the key message here is talk to us. If you have any questions about anything that we've raised today, please just get in touch, ask the question, and we'll be happy to answer it for you. Again, drop into your resources on your approved provider account, and you'll be able to access all the mapping documentation we've talked about and use that to your advantage to give us the information we need to help get the process done as quickly as possible for you. Okay, so thank you very much for listening. Please get in touch if you need anything and catch up with us on the next episode of the CPD Group podcast. All right. Thanks very much. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to the CPD Group podcast. Be sure to tune in next time for more helpful content. See you soon. Before you go, did you know that you can receive a free CPD certificate from listening to this podcast? All you need to do is head over to the cpd.group forward slash podcast. That's the cpd.group forward slash podcast and enter the confirmation code 800021.